following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Would you be interested in hearing a radio show? You are absolutely atrocious. Come on, man. At least listen to what I have to say. There is one person in charge of every office in America, and that person is Charles Darwin. We need to evolve into dudes who score. It naturally follows that if we can significantly reduce the inappropriate use of equipment, you should, like, copy your butt. We will also significantly reduce the number of accidents. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language and mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rose! Come on, I love you, Rose. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! What's up, party people? The Bob Matthews Show on the SportsJourney.com radio network is back on the air. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Training camp rolls on after having the Sunday off. The Washington football team back at it today. Big day tomorrow. Tomorrow is the first day. Tuesday of this week will be the first day the team will be in full pads. And there is probably going to be a lot of hitting going on. Um, already it looks like the guys are, are getting sick of each other. Or especially, specifically getting sick of hitting each other. We're going to hear from Coach Ron Rivera in a couple of minutes and our player spotlight today. William Jackson III, free agent quarterback signing from Cincinnati in the offseason. Counting on along with Kendall Fuller and possibly Benjamin St. Juice later in the year of being three, not just two, but three lockdown corners out there. Lots of stuff to talk about. Uh, if you missed it, late or early Sunday, Defensive tackle Deron Payne was put on the COVID list. He was player number seven to have that happen. Payne did tweet out later on Sunday, though, that he does not have COVID. Now, if that's true, that means that he was just a close contact. Now, that's good because it means he will be back sooner rather than later. It also means he doesn't have COVID. There's no chance of, you know, the long-term effects of him becoming a long hauler. And, you know, we saw that last year. I think Ezekiel Elliott, didn't he have COVID last year? And really wasn't the same after returning. You know, combine that with not having Dak Prescott most of the year. It made a difference for Zeke. So uh, also some good news yesterday in that uh, Ron Rivera said that um, – uh, uh, vaccinations have been going up on the team. They are no longer last in the league. It is probably over 60% by now, and they expect that number to rise in the coming days. So very good news there. Uh, we're going to hear from Coach Rivera about the quarterbacks. We're going to hear a lot about Antonio Gibson today and um, and more. So without any further ado, Maestro, let's cue that dramatic music, huh? All right, Ron Rivera at the podium after practice today. First up, quarterbacks. How'd everybody look today, and how have they looked the first five days of camp? Here's Coach Rivera. I thought they did a nice job. I really did. You know, they both had their moments. Um, you know, I, I think as you look at it, Fitz is getting more and more comfortable, and you see, uh, and, and you see Taylor really just kind of you know picking up where he left off. There were a couple shots today of him moving around, making plays. Um, and, and that's kind of what we expect from both of them. And then uh, Steven took advantage of his opportunity to get a few more reps today. Uh, you know, he's got a ways to go, but, uh, you know, we like his, his, his talent. 
Again, if you missed it there off the top when he said they both, he was talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke. A lot on Antonio Gibson. A lot of questions about Antonio Gibson today. You're going to hear one from John Kime. I believe you're going to hear one from our good friend Ben Standing and a couple others as well. And Riverboat Ron, full of praise for the second-year running back that, of course, everybody is thinking is going to be one of the breakout players in the league this year. Ron, when you guys drafted Antonio Gibson, you you had mentioned you had Christian McCaffrey in in Carolina. I know he had the toe injury, but have you seen elements of him being able to do those kinds of things, obviously running, getting split out wide? What capabilities does does Antonio Gibson have and kind of the potential he has? Well, you know, you watch him and and just remembering what he did coming out of college, and you saw him line up as that wide receiver and and beat linebackers and, and beat safeties and every now and then beat the nickel. So you know he's capable of that. Uh, you know, we mix him up. I, you guys don't get to see it all, but some of the stuff that we do with him, um, you know, is, is working towards creating that, that, uh, that uh, mismatch that you look for, that opportunity for, for us to put him somewhere and say, hey, we like what we got. Let's go get it. And has his toe injury at all from last year, like, changed the way that you've used him this year at all or no. bring him slowly no. along? No, he, he seemed to have bounced back from that. It hampered him a little bit during, during OTAs and minicamp, uh, but right now, so far, it's been really good, and, and we've you know, we got to be smart and keep an eye on it. So how have you seen him kind of handle the new, you know, going out wide and using the, that college skill set? Well, I think he's handled it very well. I mean, again, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a, a throwback to what he did in college and uh, how, they, how they use different ideas and ways to get the ball to him and get it in his hand. Hey, Ron, you mentioned last year, you know, getting Antonio used to that running back position, when to press holes, when to do things like that. How have you seen that development? And, and I guess, where is he at now in that? He's, he's getting a much better feel for it. Um, you watched a couple times today. He, he, he went into the line. You could see a little stutter step, and, and his eyes went outside, and he made a cut. Now, he did do that again, and he shouldn't have cut. He should have, he should have pressed a little bit longer. Um, you know, and it's one of those things that, again, he's going to continue to work at it, get that feel, but you're starting to see it come. And, and, and especially, uh, like I said today, I saw a good glimpse of when he does do it the right way, it can create something. And once he's at that baseline, a receiver running back that you, that you want, I guess, what does that allow you to do? I guess we, we've talked about it a little bit before, but what's next in terms of development that you want to see him add to his game? Well, what will happen is it, it'll, it'll increase his opportunities on third down situations for us. Um, it'll also add to being able to do some different personnel groupings where, you know, you can put him in there with two running backs, which we did last year. And now all of a sudden one of them splits out and one stays in the backfield. And depending on how the defense reacts, you know, we'll run a certain play. So that's what it'll do for us. It'll, it'll open up the playbook a little bit. Big time. And another thing that's going to open up the playbook is Gibson being healthy. And he told reporters today that he's not feeling any of the effects of the turf toe um, that forced him out of action at different points in time end of last year. We also asked Rivera about looking at different guys in the starting lineup. Uh, one of our favorites, the mouse in the house himself, Jimmy Moreland, was practicing with the ones a little bit today. Rivera saying they're going to be doing that for the next few days, kind of seeing how everybody fits in there in the bigger picture. Um, that's something we're doing on purpose right now, Reed, to, to really take a look at some of these guys. Uh, we've actually rolled a few more other guys through that as well. Um, you know, the, the way teams are running offenses now, the sub packages are becoming more prevalent. And so we've got a, a, a lot of guys that we want to take a real good long look at. Kalik uh, is one of those guys that, that seem to deserve that opportunity. You know, last year we did it with Cam Curl. We put him in the Buffalo position. We've taken a look at Cam there. 
Um, you know, it's a defense that we played uh, in Carolina when we had Shaq Thompson, and Kalik fit, fits that mold. And so we really want to take a long look at him. Um, you know, we've had Cam down there a couple of times as well. So we've worked probably five different combinations of players in that situation. Um, and we'll see. Uh, going into the preseason games, we'll probably uh, take a good look at a couple of those guys and see if, they've, uh, if, if, they, if they get it, if they, if they have a good feel for doing that. Could mean the difference between having a roster spot or not, that's for sure. All right, William Jackson the third is our next uh, player in the spotlight here. The free agent signing from Cincinnati is being counted on big, big way. I mean, he was the big free agent signing in the offseason, and he is being counted on right now to form uh, a duo right now with Kendall Fuller as you're starting not just your starting cornerbacks, but your starting lockdown cornerbacks. And they're hoping that Benjamin St. Juice develops into one of those guys too, which means you can move Fuller back into the slot where he's been the most effective and have St. Juice play the other cornerback. Uh, we asked him specifically about going up against Terry McLaurin because, again, as the number one guy, he gets the number one receiver every day, not just in the games, but in practice as well. Says he likes what he's seen from McLaurin. He's got way better, man. Uh, we, we both got better. He's making me better. I'm making him better. And we just out there competing and having fun. You know, the fans are making it a big deal. But, we, you know, it's funny to me because of the – the, uh, we played each other, but it's fun, man. We just go out there and compete. Uh, if I did something wrong, I let them know that, okay, I did that wrong. He'd tell me if he did something wrong. So we just out there competing. Where is he better? Because he's talked about working on his releases. Where is he better? Oh, yeah, his, his releases are definitely better, way better. You know, since I played him uh, last year, he he's doing sudden moves. He's giving you a little something at the line. So he's making it harder for DBs. Uh, I have I wasn't uh, here last year, but this year he's flying around. It seems like he's he's a smart football player. I, I don't know how he was as a rookie, but he's he doing real good right now. I like this guy so far. I really do. And, of course, he's referring to – the game uh, that Joe Burrow had his season-ending injury in, remember, uh, when Cincinnati came to FedEx Field and Washington beat them. Uh, finally, he had something to say about playing with Montez Sweat and Chase Young, and as you might imagine, he likes it. They, they beasts, man. The, them guys got a, a motor out this world, you know, and they talk a little bit, so I love that. Oh, uh, well... I over-exaggerate a lot. They, they talk a lot, man. I love that having guys up front that give you that energy. You know, it's all about energy when you're playing in this lead, and they definitely give it to you, so I'm definitely excited about that. You, have, you, have you watched them run? Oh, they run. <laughs> they definitely run. Uh, I think that the three of them are going to get along just fine as well. All right, Mick and the clock on the wall say so we got to get on out of here. Don't forget, you can find us. It's at the uh, sportsjourney.com website as well as Spotify, iTunes, Podbean, the iHeartRadio Network, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Week from Thursday, Washington hits the field for the first time up in Foxborough against New England. Talk to you again tomorrow. Remember, like the wise men once said, if you're on your bike tonight, as always, you wear white. <laughs>